FYI, this is from the first draft not the final version, but here's a good chunk of that draft. Around midnight the party began to wind down and most of the guests had already begun to leave. Mike and Sarah had somehow snuck off to be alone, and both Dave and Jasmine had been missing for some time. The few who were left had moved inside the house to continue drinking and enjoy a few party games. They sat around the great room in various states of inebriation. The topic of conversation made its way to ghost stories. Georgetown was full of them being a town with such an attachment to history in the Revolutionary War. As they continued Brandon spoke up. This house is even haunted, you guys, tell him Sammy, Brandon said as he tipped back a bottle of rum. Shut up dude, Billy said, smacking him on the shoulder. Tiff perked up while sitting on Simon's lap, wait really, tell us the story. Sammy tried to protest but Julia chimed in, come on, tell the story, you gotta tell us. Look I don't wanna freak anybody out, we're supposed to all stick together till graduation, I don't wanna scare you guys, he said trying to avoid telling the story. Mike walked in and took a seat next to the large fireplace. He cleared his throat before speaking, I'll tell Sammy, if the kids can handle it. Barbara scoffed, kids? I'm older than you by like three weeks, ass. Sammy shook his head, fine but don't come crying to me when they all come running to hide in the same room as you bud. Mike pulled out a cigarette and looked at Sammy then the fireplace, may I? Sammy's mother smoked but they had told everyone no smoking in the house, so Sammy played along. This one time, dude that's it. Mike, ever the showman, lit his cigarette and took a drag, he blew the smoke out slowly before he began. So this was around 1778 or 1779, just before Georgetown was retaken by the colonial army. Sarah came and sat beside him, she leaned on his shoulder as he continued. While the Redcoats held Georgetown they used the church back there as a barracks and had the townsfolk house the officers. One officer was housed on the third floor of this house. Barbara and Julia looked at Sammy who nodded and then pointed back to Mike. So the Swamp Fox used to raid the town at night, well he raided any time he could, but his night raids were the most memorable. Anyway, one particular night he raided. The watch signaled of course and the officer woke up and ran from his room trying to put his uniform on. He tripped on an uneven step before he made the first landing and went over the railing. Mike pointed to the stairs in the main hall, landed on his neck right there, died on impact. So now he watches those stairs, and anyone who trips can feel his hands catch them and keep them from meeting the same fate. The room went quiet for a moment, everyone stared and waited for him to continue. They all exchanged confused looks with each other then looked back at him. Tiff spoke up first, wait that's it, there's no horror or freaky blood leaking down the walls or anything? Barbara followed suit, like really that's bullshit, there are a thousand scarier stories about ghosts around here than that. Sammy nodded. What about the one where the dude got his head cut off, and he still walks the road looking for his head? Sarah paused from nuzzling against Mike, let's not forget Old Gun Church, that place has got all kinds of spooky stuff. Mike shook his head, I mean around here we have Alice Flag, Devil's Bridge, the Grey Man, like really did we grow up in Ghost Central? If you go towards Santee there's that church out by the old abbey, can't remember the name of it. Billy said. Sammy nodded, I think it's a fruit, maybe I could be wrong. Brandon stood up and began waving his hands about, guys, guys guys, what about the legend of the churchyard over there? Billy and Mike exchanged a worried glance. Billy's father used to tell the legend of the church, right before issuing a graveyard walk challenge. The last time they had experienced one of those they swore they'd never go back. Billy went to protest, Brandon man nobody wants to hear that story, how about you tell the one about the pirates on front street? Billy had hoped to change the subject, but he could tell that several of the others were interested. 
He looked back at Mike for help but could see he had no alternative to offer. Brandon gave Billy a knowing wink and sat down. Come on little brother, it's just a story, if you wanna let you tell it, he said as he took another drink from his bottle. Billy shook his head, no man, you wanna tell it so bad go ahead, before storming out of the room. Julia followed him out passing Dave and Jasmine who were coming down the stairs. What's going on? Jasmine asked as Julia passed them. Brandon wants to tell some ghost story and Billy doesn't want him to, she said. Dave looked excited, I love ghost stories, let's listen. Jasmine sighed and rolled her eyes, if it's coming from Brandon it's probably bullshit. They made their way into the great room and found a place to sit. It was hard not to notice all the sideways glances that came their way. Mike simply looked at them both and gave a thumbs up while petting Sarah's head as it rested on his lap. Brandon cleared his throat and tried to copy Mike's style of storytelling, so, um, this was around, like maybe the same time that Mike was talking about, then the English guys and doctor who held Georgetown. Mike placed his palm to his face, Brandon doctor who is a fictional character, and he wasn't anywhere near here. Brandon paused and considered the statement before he continued, oh yeah, right. So the British used to have their soldiers sleeping in the old church right on the other side of that graveyard behind this house. Why would they put soldiers in the church, man that's a little crazy? Said Dave as he shifted positions allowing Jasmine to sit on his lap. Brandon brushed off his comment and continued, they just did man, they're British. Anyway they were staying in the church like it was their sleeping quarters, or something. So this one night the Swamp Fox dude came to attack. Brandon paused and made sure he still had their attention, satisfied he continued, so the American dude snuck in and locked the soldiers inside the church and then burned the church, because we're America, and all of the soldiers died. But because they were killed in cold blood their spirits couldn't rest. So now those soldiers guard the church and its grounds hunting down anyone who dares step on them at night. Sammy shook his head, you're full of shit dude, everyone knows about the fire in the church during the revolution but no one has ever said anything about a bunch of soldiers dying. Brandon shook his head, no man I shit you not, in the early 1800s there was this boy who tried to cross it during the night and it found him pinned to a tree, and after the during the civil war a bunch of folks were killed in there, and like in the early 1900 this lady was literally ripped in half in their man. Sammy nodded, okay valid point, I heard that story and it was freaky but they caught the guy who did that. Brandon smiled and gestured with his finger, they caught a guy, they never really proved he did it. Mike shook his head, just tell him what happened Brandon, quit stalling. Right, so about 4 years ago, my dad took Billy and Mike on a midnight walk through the graveyard right. This was before Mike was all badass and heavy metal. So we get out there and he challenges us to walk around the whole graveyard alone one at a time. Everyone looked at Mike to confirm and gave a nod then annoyingly gestured for Brandon to hurry up. Brandon nodded and continued, so I went first but I got to the first turn and got so creeped out I jumped the fence. Billy went next but he hopped the fence right behind me. He gestured at Mike pointing excitedly, but this dude right here, well he used to be the run of the litter, so gets determined he's gonna do the whole thing and he does. But like halfway around something starts walking towards him moaning and shit. This dude fucking yells at it and keeps on walking like a pimp, I mean that's when I knew Mike had big ass brass ones. Mike kept a quiet tone, tell them the rest dude. Alright, so after Mike finished his walk we were all across the street freaked out cause we saw that thing go after him. Mike swore up and down it was my dad, but we told him it wasn't, so he decided to go and try and investigate. Well as soon as his foot hit the bricks outside that gate this scream erupts from the graveyard and we booked, I mean we left Mike at first. 
Brandon started laughing hysterically, but man when he realized he'd left him that dude turned into Sonic the Hedgehog cause he flew past all of us and was in the house before we got there. At first the room was silent, except for the soft chuckle coming from Mike, who hardly ever laughed. They all looked at him for a moment confused, then back to Brandon. They did this a few times until Mike finally spoke. Dude you were so scared you volunteered to sleep on the floor in the room with me and Billy. The laughter began to die down slowly. Everyone was thinking the same thing but no one said it at first. They all just stared at one another. Finally Tiff spoke up, did you guys ever go back to figure out what it was? Brandon and Mike looked at each other and shrugged then shocked their heads. Jasmine looked at Mike, you've never had a problem when you stayed over here in the past. Mike shrugged, well the whole thing is surrounded by a fence, maybe it's like old gun, everyone says it calmed down when they put a fence around it. Sammy shook his head, that fence isn't made of steel, it's old brick and the gates over on Highmarket are all way open. Brandon spoke up, but we all saw the thing walking towards Mike Man. what about that? Jasmine snarked, have you guys not seen Drunk Carl when he gets really bad, and the scream could have been anything. Drunk Carl was an old drunk who lived about a block away from Sammy in an old rundown house on Duke Street. He was a Vietnam veteran who lost his wife and child in a car crash. The crash messed up his back and made him walk with a strange limp. After the accident Carl fell into a bottle and he never came out. Billy had returned and hearing this explanation made him take pause. For four years he, Mike and Brandon had lived in fear of that church and the graveyard around it. They had crossed the street whenever they had to walk by, avoided it at night and did everything they could to stay away. Had all that work really been for nothing? Billy looked at Mike, you really think that could have been Mr. Carl? Mike shook his head, hell, until everybody ran and hitched me I thought it was your dad man. Maybe Carl fell and was screaming for all we know, you remember when we found him in the street that one time. Brandon began to grin, brothers are you thinking what I'm thinking man, we could totally go and investigate, like Scooby-Doo and stuff. Tiff and Barbara both jumped with glee, that sounds fun. Sarah looked up at Mike to see what he thought, he shook his head. I don't want to go back there man, already proved myself on that ground. Sarah smiled and ran her finger under his chin, besides we have some things to do, you guys can go without us. Brandon took the lead and the eight of them headed out back leaving Mike and Sarah to themselves. They all made their way to the back fence and started to look around at the graveyard on the other side. It was quiet and dark. The ancient oaks planted there blocked even the moon's light from shining in. Brandon climbed over first followed by Barbara and Tiff. Next went Sammy Jasmine and Dave. Simon and Billy helped Julia over before entering the graveyard itself. They slowly made their way into the graveyard until they noticed a second larger wall ahead. They noticed that they were in a separated section of the graveyard, the original yard lay beyond that wall. There was an old wrought iron gate halfway down the wall that was closed, but it looked to be the easiest point of entry. Billy reached it first and found it unlocked, only an old stone block held it closed. Unsure of how the gate opened Billy went to remove the block. As he went to sit it back down the block fell onto a small paper stone and cracked it. A cold wind blew through the cemetery and the gate swung away from him into the older part of the graveyard. Brandon went first, followed by Billy and the others. They moved slowly into the oldest section of the graveyard behind the church. In the middle of the ground stood an ancient oak tree towering over them the shadows around it giving off a sinister look. They crept towards the base of the tree and began to survey the cemetery. So where did you guys see the thing walking? Tiff asked as she looked around curiously. Brandon looked around for a minute then pointed toward the path they'd just left, well Mike would have been coming through here when we saw it, so it would have been? He moved his finger along a path towards the crypt at the far corner of the cemetery, there, just before you get to the crypt. 
Sammy looked over at the crypt, I was like a stone shed maybe 6 foot by 10 foot. It was only 5 or 6 foot tall and it looked ancient. Even in the low light from here he could tell that moss crept up its walls and across the stone roof. Has anybody ever checked it out? I mean that's not the old section is it? Billy pointed to the area closest to the back of the church itself, that's the old section, there are graves over there from before the revolutionary war I think, that thing couldn't be more than a hundred years old. Sammy nodded, okay so we check it out first, then we check the church, and no scooby doo type stuff here okay. Brandon nodded in agreement, great idea, Dave you and Jasmine go with Sammy over there, the rest of us will check out the church. Brandon and Billy went towards the church with Simon and the girls following them. Sammy and Dave looked at each other and back at Brandon. He literally said no Scooby-Doo shit man what the hell. Dave called after them. Jasmine grabbed his hand, trust me if he's going that way we're safer going this way. As they made their way to the crypt Brandon and the rest of the group approached the church's main building. The graves here were hardly readable and covered with signs of the passage of time. As they got closer Billy noticed something peculiar on the ground. In the middle of the pathway was another paving stone, this one had strange markings on it. Hey Simon, you're a nerd, what do you think of this man? Simon shoved Billy playfully, your mom didn't call me a nerd last night, asshole. He bent down and looked at the stone carefully and then started to look around the rest of the graveyard peering down the path. Sure enough near every gate and in specific places these paving stones were placed. He started to back away slowly and pulled Tiff with him. Billy I think that's like some kind of hoodoo or wiccan shit man, like the stuff they had at old gun, and it's old, maybe we should leave. Barbara, Julia and Billy began to follow Simon's lead, figuring they may have pressed too far. Brandon was not impressed, he pulled a knife from his boot and stabbed it into the ground beside the stone, trying to uproot it. Billy went to grab his hand and stop him but he was too slow and the stone came loose from the ground and broke in two. A scream erupted from the church, and echoed through the graveyard. The wind began to pick up and thunder crashed in the night skies lightning flashed around them. Simon didn't wait with Tiff in one hand and Barbara in the other he sprinted back the way they had come towards the new section and the wall to Sammy's yard. Brandon Billy and Julia ran in the opposite direction, knowing that a closer exit lay just on the other side of the church near Highmarket Street. They didn't stop to look back for fear they would see something chasing them. Only once they passed through the wrought iron gate did the trio come to a stop. Brandon quickly grabbed the gate and forced the iron hinges to give and the gate to shut. As he stood on the other side he saw a figure walk from the back of the church slowly towards him. Brandon began to back up as the figure came closer. He crossed the sidewalk and stepped out into the street. Brandon, look out! Billy screamed, but it was too late. The truck came around the corner at more than twice the speed limit for an inner city street and caught Brandon right between its grill. He was flung through the air like a rag doll falling back to the earth with a sickening thud. The truck screeched to a halt only a few meters ahead. Brandon stared in horror at the wrought iron gate. His eyes fixed on the figure the other did not see. As his life slowly slipped away he could see the sickening grin upon its face. While everyone else focused on the scene in the street the figure slipped back into the shadows of the cemetery. Red Coat's in now in the editing phase and will be going into production this year. Until then be sure to check out my first book through the flames on Amazon or wherever books are sold.